I'm a poor Elvis. He's load shedding. He's stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with Kenya that exports yeah. batteries to Ghana. Tell me more. <laughs> exactly. That's the initiative by under the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement, Elvis. It's a very good initiative. It's called the Initiative on Guided Training or Trading. After realizing that even though we have intra-Africa trade agreements, no trade was happening, especially due to COVID, the Secretariat initiated this this program to make sure that it facilitates. So it targeted economies like Kenya. It's one of the pilot countries. And, and this is good. As you know, Exide Batteries is an old American company which has been made but they have a factory in Kenya and to connect an East African powerhouse like Kenya and Ghana is so important because it breaks the barrier between the East and the West of Africa. I'm very encouraged by this. Talking about old and power, Shell steps up fossil fuels uh, disinvestment by acquiring a Nigerian firm in the first African renewables deal. Exactly. Daystar Power is, a, is, an, is a renewable solar energy, a renewable based in Nigeria. It's founded by a German entrepreneur, if I'm not mistaken, but it's based in Lagos. And this acquisition is going to help the, the carbon footprint. Remember, to decrease the global temperatures by 1.5, companies like Shell are being under pressure to reduce their own carbon emissions by uh, a significant amount by 2030. So without acquiring renewables energy, they are not going to be able to to do that and this is just an indication that if you are an entrepreneur in Africa in areas where we are most disadvantaged like power supply you are likely to to hit a jackpot because companies like Shell are going to be looking to acquire and that's how you reward entrepreneurs you buy their companies and make them very wealthy allowing them to continue running those enterprises while investing the returns of their effort in something else and lastly, Zim needs uh, 40 billion U.S. dollars for infrastructure development. It's not surprising, and I'm encouraged because even as they speak about needing $40 billion, if you know the infrastructure of, of Zimbabwe, you will know. The roads have just got so many potholes. There's so much backlog in the building of the of the road and, and, and airport infrastructure and railroads that it is it is not surprising $40 billion is required. But at least including the road to South Africa, the Bay Bridge border post, there is already an indication that there are practical projects happening. But infrastructure is going to lead the this intra-Africa trade. And, and as long as we realize how much we need to invest, maybe there'll be action to put the money there. And there is money from the African Development Bank to from all kinds of investors. The patient capital is there to help Africa build its infrastructure.